Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories of what it's like to be a married couple that has children that own and operate a business together. Allison, how are you doing? I'm good. We've had the last few days off because the boys were on spring break, and so we took them down to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, so great story here. Uh, So it was our April vacation. We decided to take the week off, and we had actually gotten tickets. So uh, those of you know that we had Jesse and Emily Cole, who are the owners of the Savannah Bananas, husband and wife team that own a minor league baseball team together. And uh, we had them on the show about a year ago, and they were coming to our area this summer to have their baseball team play locally. And we were super excited But unfortunately, they're coming a week that we're actually traveling and we're away. We have tickets, though. (laughs) And so our boys were really excited, but they were really bummed when they found out that we couldn't go see them here. So I put our name in the lottery for the Savannah Bananas to win tickets to see them down in or to have the ability to buy tickets to see them in their home stadium in Savannah. We also put in for West Virginia, too, because they were playing in West Virginia this week. And I'm from West Virginia originally. So... Uh, This was back in January. We won the lottery to be able to purchase tickets in Savannah. We purchased tickets, uh, four tickets for our school vacation week and decided to go spend a week in Savannah. So we flew down. We spent a bunch of days in Tybee Island. We stayed out at Tybee Island and we went to uh, Savannah. But the coolest thing, Allison, was how we had help uh, telling our kids. Yeah, so we also had the the opportunity to have the young professor, Matt Grafer, and his wife, Shanna, on the show. Um, and so we reached out to Matt and asked if he could help us make a little video for the kids because we had told them that they were going to have to come to the office. We are a family business. They understand that sometimes everybody pitches in. So I had we had told them that, you know, I really needed, we needed to be at work this week. And so if they could come and help me do stuff around the office, that would be great. So we had our office assistant do this video where she talked about what they had to do next week. And then it was like, this interu- this video is interrupted by, and it was the young professor standing on the field at Grayson Stadium saying, boys, you don't have to work next week. You can come down and see the Savannah Bananas. So it was great. It was a wonderful week. It was a wonderful week. Emily and Jesse's team is amazing. We stopped at the stadium the day before just um, for those of us who are anxious to get to see the layout, to go to the shop before it was crazy. And everybody was so kind and so welcoming, whether it was that day at the game. Um, when they talk about fans first, they really mean it. Yeah, it's it's an amazing experience. If you ever get a chance, if you're a baseball family like us and you ever get a chance and you love to watch baseball, even if you love to be entertained just go people, people watching was great yeah i mean the people watching was great the the show that they put on the non-baseball things were so much fun it's it's a great experience um definitely check it out savannahbananas.com if you haven't before speaking of baseball allison we are kicking off our baseball season for our family with little league and everything and and so this is you know, this is going to be our last episode for a little bit. This is the last episode of season five. And so we wanted to talk about 
as we come into our, what we consider our busy time of the year, how we handle that. Yeah. And I think we all, as business owners and people who have families, whether you have kids, little or big, or you're in that sandwich generation, I think we all have seasons of the year that are more crazy and busy and if we are intention, we you and I have to be intentional about how we approach it because otherwise it is chaos and things fall through the cracks and we get frustrated with each other. Um, so today I thought would be a good time to talk about as we're really getting into this season, how we're managing kind of that calendar planning, life planning, and maybe there are some good tips for other people out there. Yeah. And while our business isn't necessarily overly seasonal, we do see an uptick in our calls and the phone ringing when the weather starts to get nice. We own a remodeling business. People get outside and they start to pay attention to their house. And, you know, we, we're in New England, so people hibernate in the winters up here, it feels like sometimes. And so that first sunny weekend, our phone starts to ring off the hook as well. So business gets busy. And then on top of that, you know, we have one boy that's involved in Boy Scouts. So Boy Scouts gets really busy in the spring and summer because there's lots of camping out and there's lots of, you know, overnights and those kind of things. And then our other son plays on two, three different baseball teams. And so there's his whole schedule and multiple practices and games a week. So in addition to the fact that we also help our, take care of our parents. So there is a lot that goes on. And so I think one of the things that for Allison and I is to, is, is, is it's, really focusing on and being intentional about how we manage our schedules and how we work together doing that. Right. We don't want to say no to anybody, right? There's lots of things we want to do, we need to do. People are asking from us at work, at home. Um, so one of the things that we've talked about recently is remi reminding ourselves of what our values are and so that we can say yes to the right things and politely say no thank you to the things that aren't getting us towards our goals or that don't meet our family's values. Yeah, and I, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, we, we've talked about Michael Hyatt before on here and we've talked about, you know, a lot of the things that he has out there. One of the things that Michael Hyatt, you know, we, we've talked about before is the Living Forward book and his plan. It's a proven plan so that you stop like drifting. So you stop like saying yes to everything and doing everything and start to be able to focus on what is important to you, like Allison said. And so we definitely recommend that. Another thing that Michael Hyatt has that we work with a lot is also his full focus planner. And I we use a lot of different things to manage our schedule, Allison. And I think that they each have a purpose. And it sounds I think to some people it's a, they they would say, well, why do you use three different ways of managing your calendar and managing your schedule? But I think each one has its own sort of purpose. The, the, full focus planner is sort of our individual thing. Yeah, we use the that planner. Um, it's got a spot for us to talk about, to list out our goals for the year and then little action items. But then every day it's got a page for us to what are the things that we have to work on today and what is our calendar for today, which is really helpful in managing those to-do lists. Right. So you put on that you put on that everyday calendar, you know, you open to that page, you write down your top 3 items that you have to get done today, then you write down whatever items that, you know, ne either need to get done today or soon. And then from there, the next thing that we kind of use is the Google Calendar. So a lot of people know Google Calendar. You can have it so it pops up on your phone. We share calendars. We have multiple calendars that we share with each other, with our coworkers. Every 
everybody in our business has a Google Calendar, so they can schedule their days and their meetings, so everybody can kind of and can kind of see where everybody goes. Yeah, we utilize the Google Calendar as that kind of big picture, long range blocks of time. Um, it's set up. It's linked to your calendar, so clients can get on your calendar, and you can block off when people can't meet with you. And that also gives us our team the ability to look at it and say, "Oh, I can meet with him. We can do something." And then in terms of how we use it for our family, we are all linked because it gives us the ability to for you to look at my calendar and see if I have availability for something, me to do the same. And our oldest son is almost 12. And so we just set up his Google Calendar as well. Um, not because I expect him to manage it, but as part of that executive functioning skills Instead of him constantly coming to me and saying, when is this? When is that? I'm still managing it for him, but I'm starting to direct him to say, check your calendar. Uh, that way he can know when he is at Scouts, when he is working at the Snack Shack, those kind of things. And our Google Calendar is more of our, is definitely our sort of big picture, long-term planning calendar. Those are, We're putting things on our Google Calendar, you know, anywhere from two weeks to you know, two years in advance in some instances. Well, and the reason we do that is because what gets scheduled gets done. If we don't put things on the schedule for six months from now, we may never be not, we may always be too busy to have that meeting, to go on that date, to to plan that event. Yeah. So a lot of times it's, it's like, you and I sitting down and going over that Google Calendar and talking about, you know, six months from now, we're going on vacation. We want to take a week off. Let's block that week off. Or we want to go away for a long Columbus Day weekend. Let's block those days off so that nothing else does get scheduled during right. the Right. If, if we don't manage our own time, someone will manage it for us. And then, Allison, the last sort of of those three things that we use, the last one is our weekly calendar that we keep in the kitchen on a whiteboard. And and this is, you know, this is, again, going back to that that very rudimentary, not digital, right there in front of you. And the one thing about this calendar that I think, you know, there's a lot of things to talk about, but the one thing is, is this weekly calendar, this is when you and I sit down at pretty much every weekend. It's usually Sundays. It's usually sometime on Sunday morning. It just depends on our weekend schedule. But we sit down and we kind of write out and talk about and plan out that calendar for the week. Yeah, and I use this as... Um the person more of the personal things it doesn't have our work things on it unless those meetings are going to overlap into the end of the day or the beginning of the day where um, personal things would be happening just and I use just the week look because the month just gets too overwhelming for me things change by the end of the month so if we're looking at the week ahead then we can kind of get on the same page of who's going to make dinner who's taking which kid in which direction um if you have a baseball meeting that you don't like that I don't know about, or if I have one of my association meetings that you might not have paid attention to, that's when we have a chance to go over those kind of things. Yeah. So we, and we sit down and, and you, you know, you kind of fill it in. And then we talk about like, we, we say, okay, Monday night, we're going to pull a freezer meal out. Tuesday night, we're going to cook, you know, here, we're going to do that. So we talk about who's making dinner. We talk about who's taking the kids where, you know, if one of them, uh, one of our ch children has OT or in tutoring. So like we have to figure all of that out and that's all planned. And just that week. We don't talk about the following week. We we don't talk about the previous week. We we talk about what has to happen that week. And I do that f for me because I can get overwhelmed really easily when 
when we have uh, so many things going on or if things are moving around, it, it helps me really focus on what do I have to worry about in the next couple of days? Do I have to get to the store? Do I have to pull something out for dinner? Um, do I need to talk to other people and get help from our village, from the people around us? Yeah, and I think one of the key things that we do that we would recommend to other married couples is that it can't be one person driving the calendar. It has to be a team effort. And I, I and I see this a lot, you know, where the the wife or, or maybe the husband, you know, controls the calendar and I have to be here because it should be a team effort. You should be sitting down and this is this is what I think the most important thing to pull out of what we're talking about here is it should be, you know, you should block off time and it doesn't take a lot of time. 15, 20 minutes, half hour to sit down, talk with your spouse, talk with your partner and say, "Hey, here are the things that are happening this week. How do we want to handle it? Who's doing what? Who's making dinner? Who's taking this kid where?" You know, those are all things that should be, you know, sussed out as a team. Communication. Every time we have another couple on, that's what it's all coming down to. Having, sitting down and having those conversations, everybody pulling their own weight. Yeah. And I think the other thing to realize and to have as part of that conversation and to also have a conversation if it's with your kids or with your team members for your business is that whole concept of divide and conquer that you can't both be at everything all the time together. And for me, I think that's the hardest part. I, I think me less so than you. I want to be at both boys things all the time and be engaged and involved with them. And this, I think this is the first year that that's not going to be possible. Yeah. And I think for me, it's been easier because I think part of it is, is my job, you know, being a salesperson, having my schedule always have been so sort of crazy and up and down and malleable. I have missed things over the years. I've, there are things that I just, I have an appointment. I, I can't get to, you have to take the kids to something. So I think for me, it's a little easier to say, Hey, I'm going to miss that. Or, Hey, I'm going to miss this. You, you know, your schedule has been a little bit more set, you know, historically. And so I think that for you, it will be a little bit harder, you know, now that next Saturday, we, the kids have to be in two different places. Right. So we had to talk about, okay, Craig, you're going to do baseball. Allison, you're going to do scouts. And that's how, you know, we have to divide. And when we had kids, we determined that we, that's how my schedule was going to be. I was going to be that primary caregiver. I would make sure that they got to things. And so it's, it's very difficult now that they're old enough to have their own desires. And I just, um, this time, this time you're going to get them to be, you're going to go deal with the baseball stuff and I'm going to deal with the scout stuff. Yeah. So I'll be sleeping on the ground if you want to come visit. <laughs> it was, it was in a few weeks ago, I had to miss uh, a part, most of a baseball game because I had another meeting that I had to attend. So there are, there are times where, um, you know, you do have to talk about and figure out like who's going to handle what and, 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 and who's going to go where. Another thing, Allison, and this is this kind of goes. One of our oldest is, scout, uh, is a Boy Scout. He's super into it. He's really excited about about working towards his Eagle Scout, which I'm excited for him about. But you have to be prepared, you, you know. And part of you and I have always talked about um, we're fans of Dave Ramsey. We uh, there, you know, like everything. There are things you like and you things you don't like about how people teach things, but. Dave Ramsey helped us work our way out of debt when we were young and we found it, found it young. And one of the things that we always said was, is, is he always talked about, you know, sometimes you just got to eat rice and beans. Right. And like, 
we are not go out to dinner people. It's not that we don't like to go out to dinner. It's just that it's expensive to go out to dinner. And if I'm going to go out to dinner, I want to, I'd rather go out fewer times and have a really nice experience. Yeah. I'd rather go to a nice place, you know, less often than go to an okay place all the time. So one of the things we talk about is figuring out meal planning. And I, I we, I have so many friends. We have so many friends that are in, uh, in our social circles that, you know, they'll get done with scouts or get done with baseball and they'll have to go feed their kids. So they'll just go down the street to the pizza place and buy pizzas or they'll go to the sub shop and get subs. And that's something that you and I have really worked on. I almost died. The first baseball game we had was on a Thursday and we left school. We went to OT. We went straight to the baseball baseball field. So I stopped to pick up subs. I, I couldn't believe how much money it cost us. And I just wasn't prepared for it. And I said, we just can't do this all season. I was just reading an article from 2018 out of Forbes magazine that was talking about um, the average going out to dinner is almost five times more expensive than making something at home. Wow. That's, that's crazy. And, In 2018. And think about that. Like I, I would say that we go out to eat or get takeout two, maybe three times a month during our busy time, during our busy year. When we're not, when we're planning. When we're planning. When we're planning. When we're planning. And so, you know, one of the things that we talked about two weeks ago was getting back on top of the meal planning. And so, you know, making sure we do some make-ahead freezer meals. We spent, as actually Easter Sunday, we spent Easter Sunday and we made like six or seven freezer meals that, uh, that we put in the freezer that one of us can pull out and just pop in the oven or heat up so that the kids and us are eating that and not going out and spending, you know, 60, 70, 80, hundred dollars on feeding our family. And the other thing that we started doing last year was we signed up for Home Chef, which is one of those meal kits that they'll send straight to the house. So we do that once or twice a week at most. And what's nice about that is because I don't cook, we there's very easy to follow instructions. It, there's fresh stuff. Um, it's a little bit more money than cooking at home um, from scratch, but definitely better than getting takeout. Oh, yeah. It's definitely more cost effective than, than getting takeout as well. So Home Chef is great. And uh, if you'd like to try out Home Chef, there's a link on our resources page. Just go to marriedwithabusiness.net and click on the resources page and you can get a link right to Home Chef right there. And the other thing, Allison, is uh, snacks. So again, the kids, you know, they get out of these events, they get out of scouts, they get out of baseball, they get out of school, and they're starving all the time. You know, instead of stopping at you know, whatever, CVS or the grocery store and picking up snacks, we kind of also plan that ahead as well. Yeah. Instead of almost every day, can we go to Dairy Queen? Can we go to Dunkin' Donuts? Nope. I've got a, I have a Tupperware container in the back with non-perishable snacks that are healthy, that they can eat those on their way to from school to the next event after a game. Um, that also cuts down on one, the amount of time I'm spending going places and two, constantly stopping to get snacks. And that way it's a and that way it's a treat when we do stop. So, uh, you know, I would say that there, there are a lot of tactics, especially in your busy times, but just all the time. But there are a lot of tactics that you can use if you are busy, both at work and at home, and you're managing all of these schedules. I mean, there's some definitely things that you should try. Um, schedule however is best with you, right? If you're a Google person, use Google. If you like a written planner, use a written planner. You know, I think 
as many ways to make it clear and concise and communicate it clearly to your partner and your children and your team members at work is is the best way to go. And we're very lucky to be in a time when technology can help us with a lot of these tasks, from scheduling to having the food orders ready to go. We saved an hour and a half at the grocery store the other day just by putting our order in advance. And that also helped our budget, too, because we just got what we needed. Right. And I mean, even like writing out and printing out the, the menus for the week. Like we do that. Our weekly menu is written and printed out on the refrigerator. So I don't have to think about what am I going to make on Wednesday? I already know what I'm making on Wednesday. You know, do that one or two weeks in advance so that, that you're ready for that. Um, and yeah, make ahead meals pre pre plan. And I think the biggest thing, Allison is when you're doing all of this, when you're planning all of this, when you're doing the schedule to do it together. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of time. A little bit of time up front will save you guys a ton of time in aggravation over the next week. Right. And I think it helps too with the communication and just the overall relationship. So uh, definitely check that out. Allison, another thing that people could check out is a free 30 days of Audible. You can get that from us. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried, B-I-Z married, and you get a free 30 days of Audible. I've got a book I'm going to recommend, and that's just because we were in Savannah and we experienced the Savannah Bananas. And so Jesse Cole's book, Fans First, Change the Game, Break the Rules, and Create an Unforgettable Experience is great. And you can hear Jesse read it on Audible for free, 30 days. It's a great book. I've listened to it uh, once already. I'm ready to listen to it for a second time. And once you're done with that, you can check us out on social media, on Instagram at bizmarried with a Z or on Facebook, Married with a Business, and see more of what we have to share. Yeah, and also check out our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. It's got everything there from the resources that we've talked about to links to some of these items that we even talk about, like the Full Focus Planner and some of the books that we talk about as well. So check that out, marriedwithabusiness.net. Dot net. Listen, we'll be back in a few months. We're going to take baseball season off, I guess. I mean, we, you know, we, like we said, we're busy. We have to manage our schedule. And, uh, but we'll come back with some more great interviews in season six and a lot more for you to learn and listen from. If you want to join us and be interviewed, just visit the website and fill out the form and we can reach out to you and talk to you some more. That's right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business.